0: I didn't know what to expect eh, because I felt intimidated by artificial intelligence. And I thought, oh, my God, this is like alien stuff. eh?"
1: (laughs) Laverne Wells was in her 50s when she decided to get a bachelor's degree. She had wanted to go back to school for a while, but life got in the way. She finally took the leap planning to gain some knowledge to start her own business and give back to her community. Yet some of the biggest lessons she learned were not from real people. She was part of the first batch of students to take part in a cutting edge business co-op run through artificial intelligence. This is Go the Distance, a podcast from Athabasca University. The world is rethinking education and distance learning has become a major part of the conversation. To some people, it may seem new and strange, But it's been going on for a long time, creating opportunities and transforming lives. This series will share stories from one of the world's leaders in distance and online education for the past 50 years, Athabasca University, right here in Canada. We hope it can inspire you to start your own path to education. How far will education take you? Laverne is from the Blood Tribe First Nation near Lethbridge, Alberta. In the late 90s, she went to Lethbridge Community College, unsure what she wanted to study. I didn't really know what I wanted,
0: eh? So I kind of took like general studies and then I found an interest in business and that's when I pursued the business uh, degree program. I saw more opportunities in that area. I could be an entrepreneur or I can do this or do that.
1: So she graduated with a diploma in business administration. She got a job in the Blood Tribe Department of Health where she worked for four years before moving over to their housing department, where she spent the next eight years.
0: I really enjoyed my job. You know, I, I loved working at housing, even though it's stressful. You know, I was told, you know, if I could survive working at housing, I can survive
1: any department. <laughs> Laverne had to keep a lot of people happy. And she had lots of responsibilities:
0: conducting home visits, you know, answering client inquiries, selecting for new housing or for minor repairs.
1: There's so many different programs that um, housing has to offer. It wasn't easy, and she was seeing firsthand symptoms of the housing crisis on reserve, like deteriorating homes and overcrowding. There's a lot of factors. It's not just one thing why we have these crises, hey? But despite the difficulties, she says the job was satisfying.
0: Because, you know, you're dealing with people's lives on a daily basis. You know, this is their home, their sanctuary. We all want to come, you know, live in nice, comfortable, you know, homes, hey? So I enjoyed it. You know, I thought I knew a lot of people from the reserve. I was surprised, you know, I met people that I didn't even knew exist on my own reserve.
1: After that, she got a contract at a neighboring reserve, setting up their rental system. That meant drafting up new policies and procedures. When that contract was up, she decided it was time to get her degree. It was something she had always wanted to do, but she was a single mom, supporting her family. I lost my husband in, back in 2003,
0: so I had struggled to raise my family, like single-handedly. And I've always wanted to go back to school, but I couldn't because I was raising my kids. So when they graduated from high school, then I took that opportunity, you know, like later on. That's when I decided, well, now's the opportunity for me to go back to school because I wanted, always wanted
1: to get my degree. So here I am. Laverne wanted to start a business though she wasn't sure exactly what it would be. So she enrolled in a Bachelor of Management at Athabasca University to help develop the skills she needed. She was self-conscious about going back to school at her age. Those feelings came out when she took a couple of electives in person. I don't know, I just kind of felt out of place. I know it sounds stupid,
0: but me being an older person, and I thought, oh my God, you know, like, what are these
1: people going to think? Like, you should be done school and that. So she enjoyed the online aspect. She could connect with her peers remotely, and it worked for her for other reasons. Because I'm constantly helping out
0: my kids with my grandkids, so there's a lot of flexibility there. And, you know, if I wanted to work, I could go back to work.
1: Now, university is always going to be full of new experiences. But for Laverne, something completely unprecedented was waiting. Laverne was going to participate in a new business co-op run through artificial intelligence. You know, at first I thought, well, you know, I kind of felt intimidated. I even
0: thought of withdrawing, but I thought, no, I'll just stick it out and see what happens. And I'm glad I did because that course was different from all the other courses that I've ever taken during my post-secondary learning.
1: The class is the first of its kind. Richard Dixon teaches it. He says the idea came about when their dean, Dr. Deborah Hurst, was at a conference where she saw a presentation about the possibilities of AI in education.
2: We just had a report from our business advisory committee saying that we needed to make our graduates much more work-ready. They had the hard skills, but really weren't functioning as well as they'd like. They'd have some kind of experience. Deborah came back and put two and two together and said, you know what, let's make a work-ready graduate by using the Artificial Intelligence Virtual Co-op.
1: So Deborah, Richard, and some others got to work developing it. They partnered with Amitros Learning, who use IBM Watson's AI.
2: We created a actual work experience that you would have, like you uh, where you'd go and do a work uh, co-op experience as part of any program, except we created a virtual reality world called the Monet Bank, where the students now have to work through A set of circumstances with characters, AI-powered characters. Uh, Incredible experience, actually.
1: Those characters are the type of people you'd encounter in a real work situation. Direct reports, bosses, and clients, all with their own personalities and challenges. They send emails, and they chat in real time.
2: The advantage of this over a regular bricks-and-mortar co-op is we can put in so many different kinds of experiences that you'd never get in a work co-op. You got a lazy employee. You got an employee that doesn't want to do anything. Well, how do you motivate them? How do you talk to them? They have to do that. They're all
1: bots, of course, but it can feel very real.
2: Put it mildly, the boss is a total jerk. And the AI is getting really good at this. <laughs> Knows how to read what you're saying and then push your buttons. So what we're teaching the students is, how do you manage with a difficult boss?
1: Richard says one student took it pretty personally.
2: One of the students finally got so frustrated, and he said, well, if you don't want to go ahead with this project, I'm just going to go above your head. And we are going like, why is that not a good idea? In a bureaucratic environment, which this bank is, that's going to get you fired. So we had that discussion online, and it was like three weeks. And and they came away, students learned things around emotional regulation. Don't respond to an email when you're angry, right? Walk away for a little bit. Take your time and then respond.
1: In other words, Richard said, they're learning those people skills that you usually only get in the workplace. And Laverne appreciated that.
0: When you're going to school... They only teach you the theory aspect of any profession. They don't teach you, like, the real hands-on, what you're expected in real-life situations, hey? That's why I really enjoyed it, because I learned a lot about myself, you know, like, through the decision-making and how to effectively communicate in in an ethical manner with my peers.
1: During her time at Athabasca U., Laverne came up with a business plan that built on her past experience. I wanted to start a consulting business. I wanted to focus
0: specifically on First Nation housing communities. I named it LW Consulting. I don't know, it could change because you know, I'm not going to waste too much time on the name because I have a lot, still a lot of work to do.
1: Laverne has some words of advice for other people thinking of going back to school later in life. What
0: I've learned and what I've always believed, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. You know, you're never too young. You're never too old. And I'll tell you this, you know, I think it was last year, there was this woman, like she inspired me, like, because she was like 90 when she graduated. And she had two degrees. I think the first degree, she got it in her 70s. And here I am, 20 plus years younger than this woman. And I'm feeling insecure about my age going back to school. Like, that's nothing. If you have it in you to go to school, by all means, go back because education is the key to success. I've always believed that, and that's driven me.
1: Go the Distance is a podcast from Athabasca University. AU, Canada's online university, has been a leader in online and distance learning for more than 50 years. For more information, go to athabascau.ca. Thank you to our guests, Laverne Wells and Dr. Richard Dixon. This show is produced by Antica, Our senior producer is Kevin Sexton. Our associate producer is Sheena Rossiter. Stuart Cox is the president of Antica. On the next episode...
2: I always wanted to do graduate work. After
1: my father was murdered, my capacity to study really shrunk. To hear more about how online learning is transforming lives and transforming communities, you can listen to the whole series right now, wherever you get your podcasts.